Hello, OG team. It's your ex-brother-in-law, Paul Salt, here. How is she, by the way? Oh. No, no, no. I'm glad to hear it. I'm afraid my colleague and boxing coach, Paul Goodman, will not be joining us this week, as he's been kidnapped by... monkeys. Well, I mean, speaking of miscast, Tom Cruise isn't the biggest... Ow! Fucking monkeys now! But before his simian shit-up, he recorded his half of a one-quick thing, which I'll try and speak along to now. Hello, and welcome to The One Quick Thing, the podcast that can't even stroll through the forest without bumping into beautiful women. Ran into three on my way down to the post office yesterday. Drowned two. I've got four right here. All dead, though. <laughs> All dead, of course. All was dead. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And today we're going to be delving back into the gory gorehouse grates for disc one, side one, film one. They fucking led with this. Wow. It does make the most business sense, to be honest. <laughs> as soon as they start and that grainy fucking green streaked footage starts, <laughs> they'll know they made the right purchase. <laughs> We're a sea world. <laughs> Look at that production value. It's like the mummy with Tom Cruise. This is Dracula's castle. It's a fascinating place to visit. But you couldn't live here. Not for very long anyway. Certain people find the old place positively captivating. Blood of Dracula's Castle, for the most charming vampires you'll ever meet. Johnny's their ward. He's not a bad sort, either, if you like fiends. Oh, God, yes. It's uh, Blood of Dracula's Castle, the 1969 horror film home movie, written by Rex Carlton of Nightmare and Wax fame. And it seems like old Rex isn't the only one who fell prey to the seedier side of Hollywood back in the day because director Al Adamson, who also directed movies such as Psycho Agogo, The Female Bunch, <laughs> and Hell's Bloody Devils, uh, yeah. which I've actually seen and is quite fun, but also similarly inept. Right, okay. He ended up getting murdered by his live-in contractor, which is obviously Christ. a great tragedy to his family, but what a fucking Hollywood way to die that your live-in contractor killed you. I'm hoping the two were also lovers. I mean, was it a contract killer? Because if that's the case, then what do you expect? <laughs> Look, you haven't given me anyone to kill in a while. <laughs> um, oh, what can we get you to do? Could you kill the paper boy? Okay. <laughs> you don't have anything that would maybe develop a few more of my skills? Like, um, tell you what, why don't you get him dressed as his mum? Whilst hugging him as his mum. All right. <laughs> have you got any seminars I could attend? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, I'm just floating the idea I might kill you. All right. Well, we'll see about that at the next quarter, okay? But with more B-movie royalty here with John Carradine, one oh. of the most prolific actors who ever lived, uh, character actors, that is, mm. appearing in over 200 films from 1930 to 1995. He was in Bride of Frankenstein and Peggy Sue Got Married. That's like being in oh. The Wizard of Oz and Aliens. Only it's two years more crazy than that. Or it's like being Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> it's exactly like that. And his whole thing that he's got going on. <laughs> Bloody hell. Any, any, any relation to Richard? Oh, no, David. David. Uh, yes, I believe there probably is uh, a relationship because they do have a sort of facial famili uh, similarity. They look equally spooky, yeah. <laughs> there are no proper critical reviews, of course, but Uriah43 at IMDb reckons that guy, this suffered from too many characters and subplots. 
Yeah, it's like a fucking Thomas Pynchon novel, this one. <laughs> so, Paul, you serial killer or werewolf, depending on what version we're watching. Mango! <laughs> What's one thing about this movie that made you want to catch the next train out? I'm on the next train out. Out of your sight. Uh, um... Out of your hooves. Out of the way. Uh... There, well, there is some gore in this. There's, I think. Yeah. It, it, could, it could be just about considered gore, I think. Right? Could it gore? be a gore house great? Maybe. There is a house. And some <laughs> of this is pretty great. <laughs> Excellent. And there is a very concentrated period of gore. Well, it's, gore, it's more sort of unpleasantness, but <laughs> I'm willing. It's the British equivalent I'm, to I'm gore. W- uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. There's some impoliteness <sighs> here. Okay. What happens in Blood of Dracula's Castle? So we start in SeaWorld. Yes, they do. Do we start in SeaWorld? I feel like there's a... No, we start... <laughs> oh, no, you're right. No, we don't. the next Sorry. train out. <laughs> How could I forget? How could I forget this, this fucking beginning? Catchiest fucking song ever. <laughs> Man, we are back in Birdemic territory with this um, <laughs> with this beginning. Okay, a lady is driving in a car listening to this, the song that we just mentioned. The entire song. For about eight minutes, it's an extended <laughs> cut, studio cut, redux. All very nice and pleasant until she runs into Mango and yeah. screams. gets got yeah she gets liam neeson style taken okay so scene set now we're at sea world yeah. i'm very sorry about that <laughs> there's, there's there's a guy uh glenn is yeah. taking many pictures of his girlfriend liz glenn cannon glenn cannon <laughs> that's fuck me that that's that's what tom cruise should have been called in the <laughs> glenn cannon it's mr cannon because it also sounds like a, a, a really sort of rough highland <laughs> village in scotland <laughs> And I don't mean rough in like a, a pov, like a statey sort of way. I mean in like a, everyone's wearing kilts and don't laugh at them. Way. <laughs> Not when you're passing through Glen Cannon. But, um, <laughs> oh God. Of the Glen oh, Can- Glen Cannon. <laughs> Kevin Glen Cannon of the clan Glen Cannon. Clan of Glen Cannon. Jesus. <laughs> That's in Wales, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he's there with his um, sexy girlfriend slash model yeah. for his photography. Uh, Liz. Liz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think she's given a surname, so Liz Minigun. Yep, Liz Victoria's Secret. <laughs> One guy comes up with a sort of very serious look on his face and goes up to them and says, um, it's come to our attention that you're you're doing a fashion shoot at our SeaWorld. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, you're actually getting into the exhibits and posing with, like, the seals and shit. <laughs> y- yes, yes, that's what Glenn Cannon yeah. is doing today. <laughs> what are you doing? But... <laughs> What did you do today, Glenn Cannon? Well, I went to SeaWorld. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> you obviously don't know Glenn Cannon. <laughs> like we do. He gives him a, a telegram. A cannon, I almost said. <laughs> Here you go. Here, and, and he fi- fires the cannon and it spells in the sky that his relative is dead. And um, he's got to go because oh, he's now been bequeathed a castle, an American yeah. castle, and uh, <laughs> which is really just a condo. In order to go and seize it from the two kindly old people that yeah. currently live there, he has, to, he has to go all the way there. He does and possibly spend a night, and, th- and then and then vampires. Oh basically. no! The the old couple who live in the castle. 
who live in that fucking castle. It turns out to be a sort of aging middle-class Dracula and his countess <laughs> who fucking rent, who rent their castle. <laughs> Look, Raul Julia had fallen on hard times. He, <laughs> and he got Street Fighter under his belt. And, uh, <laughs> you know, in this economy, what can you do? It's actually a really hard time for vampires because no matter how rich you are, if you're living forever, it's not going to be rich enough. <laughs> Well, I mean, cost cost of living goes up, doesn't it? So <laughs> inflation. Think- he's not earning new money. It's like, oh, can yeah. I have a pint of milk, please? Um, yeah, for, uh, fifty p. I have seven doubloons. <laughs> um, Luckily, it's not really a market economy in in Raul Julia's house because they have <laughs> uh, they have a bevy of beauties. Uh, yes, attended to by John Carradine, maybe David Carradine. Um, we, we can't confirm that. He might be like Jack and Hagar. He might be everyone. Every Carradine. He's yeah. really lazy, though. He can't come up with different surnames. I'm Jeff Carradine. Let me work near your king. You don't know. <laughs> so the scheme is Mango goes out and bonks pretty women in the head when they wander through the yeah. forest. As they all do. You know, you know what you're like, pretty women. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of the forest. They all warned you. They get bonked on the head by Mango, who brings them back. And then fucking what's John Carradine's character name? The pr- the butler. The the butler, I think, is just what I've got. In <laughs> well, yeah, he just fucking syringes him up and then feeds it to the two vampires. But um, yeah. that's gonna change soon, and they're gonna get new vintages because yeah. they've arranged for Johnny to be broken out. Yes, and by broke out of prison, <laughs> they they mean he hits an officer over the head when he's letting him out. <laughs> And then he runs off. <laughs> he had arranged for him to just be let go. But in order to cover up the guard's involvement, he was going to give him like, a quick bonk on the head, except it's fucking Johnny That's... the wrong one, So he beat him to death instead. <laughs> yep. So Johnny's, Johnny's running away from people with dogs now. Um, and he comes, yes. across, he comes across a woman who's just chilling in a bikini in, in, the, in this sort of bit of water that he's running into and uh, who's oblivious to the sound of dogs barking. And then he just murders her because, well, he's Johnny. He drowns her quickly. Yeah, drowns her quickly. He escapes the the people pursuing him. He knocks a guy out and put, um, who's tending to a car, puts him in the boot of the car. Um, yeah. pulls up by another guy, shoots the other guy again, <laughs> very in a very in sort the... of Anton Chigurh sort of way. Hi, yeah, um, through the fucking like, windscreen. He doesn't even roll yeah. down the window or anything. Doesn't even take the time to roll down the windscreen. Doesn't even have the common courtesy. <laughs> To roll down a windscreen before shooting someone in the face with a double barrel shotgun, and and then once he's he gets changed uh, very quickly and comically in a moving car like Mr. Bean, and yeah. then um, also like Mr. Bean, he then kicks the car, including the guy in the trunk, off a cliff, yeah. which explodes. And then he has a good old laugh about it. Yeah, and that's Johnny for you, everyone. (laughs) What a fucking character introduction. So, yeah, he's on his way now to Dracula's castle. He's catching the next train out to Dracula's castle. Mm -hmm. He gets there and he sort of meets up with the butler who asks him, "Um, did you cover your tracks? Well, I killed two people I didn't need (laughs) to, clumsily disguised my death in a car crash with someone who looks nothing like me and whose clothes I don't think I even changed all the way into. So, yes... Oh, and I killed your contacts inside the prison. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> that woman, though, I did leave her underwater. So <laughs> they can't search underwater. It's not their jurisdiction. 
<laughs> Look, come on. You, you come and sit down. I yeah. can tell you've had a day. Oh, okay. Well, that, that chat's over because now Glenn Clannon from the clan of Glenn Clannon. Well, they get to the castle <laughs> and they plan to turf the vampires out, not knowing they're vampires, of course. No. The vampires complain and say, oh, have you considered not turfing us out? And he's like, sorry, it's it, uh, Liz. You know, she's got her heart set on the place, haven't yeah. you, dear? Ah, ah. And he smacks on the ass. Liz has her heart set on living here. Well, we're very old, and it would be very stressful for us to move. Sorry, it's just, it's Liz, you know? It's fucking, I don't want I don't want you to move. I don't want it. But Liz, oh, fuck, she's a real fucking <laughs> cockbender. I mean, oh, unreasonable bitch, you know? <laughs> Liz is just such a cunt. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't fight this. I hate her. I hate being an instrument of Liz, okay? But, yeah. It's it's it is the way it is, okay, isn't it, darling? Yeah, isn't it, darling? Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Um, please move out before Liz gets mad. And Liz is just there, like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? To be fair, I was expecting Liz to to go. Oh no, I don't mind. But she was just <laughs> s- smelling the vintage of her own farts, <laughs> and quite elaborately. She's like, yes, I'm pretty perfect. <laughs> what can I say? It's just incredibly Get uncomfortable. Get out of here, you old fucks. <laughs> just so uncomfortable yeah. that you put it all on Liz and she's just sort of left there smiling <laughs> yeah. politely and they, they they go to bed because they yeah. the, the vampires are like well we'll give it we'll give it a couple of days before we reveal we're vampires and maybe we can sway them before before then yeah because you know we don't want to have to kill them last resort and all that yeah they hear noises in the night that sounds an awful lot like a bunch of women being screamed as they get syringed by John Carradine yes could easily be toucans though it could be um yeah Liz, Liz and Glenn Clannon go down to to investigate and i think yeah at first they bump into the butler into david carradine um who explains that it's probably toucans yeah and they and that satisfies them somehow and then the next day they bump into johnny after going for a swim next to a horse next horses they find a horse and they're next to it and they talk to him about the uh noise and um he's like oh well you're not going to be able to head home Uh, also i forgot to say but definitely true uh your car was making funny noises (laughs) so Probably best yeah. not get in that and use it to get away from this situation. So I yeah. recommend mm. you stay for the special party we're throwing just for you guys later on. And uh, yeah, just stop asking so many questions. Yeah. Oh, also toucans. Did <laughs> I mention toucans? Definitely toucans. So they come, a- they come away and Liz says to Glenn Cannon, um, what do you suppose those birds are? Maybe you should go look at those birds. And Glenn just says, oh, I mean, they were definitely lying, right? They they definitely had girls like chained up in the basement and like screaming and they just lied and said they were toucans. You knew that and you didn't do anything. Well, you know, you didn't. I I thought I thought we were okay with this. You know, yeah. it's a rough world. <laughs> Can't solve every problem. I was tired. What do you want from me, woman? <laughs> I like the horses. Okay, I just want to. I want. I want to <laughs> stroke them at some point. And I feel like if we report this to I the police, be one. they'll be impounded. <laughs> Liz, it's about time I told you. <laughs> Oh, all that weird God. saddle play wasn't just sex for me. It was a way of life. <laughs> Honestly, Glenn, I'd find this easier to take if you weren't fingering the bridle right now. <laughs> I just like it, okay? I like how it makes my gums feel. So just to humour her, they do go and explore the basement to see if there is a fucking toucan down yeah. there. Of course there fucking isn't. <laughs> in the base, in the basement where toucans hang out. And, and yes, what a surprise. <laughs> Come on, Liz, let's go look. <laughs> let's oh, see no. if there are toucans down here. Have you got any bird feed on you? You might need it. <laughs> In the basement. The bird basement. <laughs> Where they're keeping their fucking birds, clearly. <laughs> God, it's good that you're attractive. 
Thank God. So they head down to the basement from the outside because why wouldn't you? Sec- why would you secure that basement? <laughs> Do you want to put a padlock on this? Uh-huh. <laughs> Can't see when that would ever be necessary. <laughs> We're just keeping toucans down here. No, you don't. You don't think that. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. So it, it t- turns out that not not toucans, as suspected, but women and se- several women were making the women screaming sounds. <laughs> um, so they, so they go out into the next room and oh, there are coffins. Oh, there were coffins, and they check one, and John Carradine is inside of it. Oh no! One was in the other. Well, we'd better oh. go check. <laughs> better check that one as well because well. that one might be treats. <laughs> Willem Dafoe comes in. <laughs> I heard there were treats in here. Get out of here. You only ever find horrible things. <laughs> the worst truffle pig. <laughs> he truffles out the worst horrors known to huma- humanity. Truffling out a rustling. I'm Willem <laughs> Dafoe. Russell Truffler. The golem of our universe. <laughs> anyway, there's a perfectly rational explanation for all this, Glenn Clannon says. <laughs> what? Says Liz. They're vampires, he says. <laughs> you idiot, Liz. Obviously. I fucking hate you. We have nothing in common. Why do I even abide you you're so beneath me oh it's that ass isn't it yeah let me punch it again let me punch it with my slightly open fist <laughs> now Liz there is a perfectly sane and rational explanation for the whole thing let me hear it well uh, they're vampires that's all um and yeah. they sort of say hey you gonna let us go um no we're not yeah. be sorry did, did you think we'd let you go ooh that's awkward. Mm. Well, can I at least see the toucan, says Liz. <laughs> and just goes, oh. <laughs> fuck's sake, Liz. <sighs> I'm so sorry about this, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they're not going to let them go because, well, they're vampires. And, yeah. Uh, they they get... They, Johnny frees one of the girls briefly and takes her over to the mm. billiard fucking table that's in this castle's basement. Mm-hmm. Well, before Johnny can do any of his assault and the Dracula comes downstairs. Just remember these fucking Dracula. Jesus Christ. He comes downstairs and it's like, Oi, if you spoil our sacrifice, then... Oh, be livid. You're not going to get to be turned into a vampire. Yeah. I really, really like assaulting women, though. <laughs> like, it's my favourite. It's like ice cream and apple pie, you know? Do you like it more than being a vampire? Mm, you got me there. Oh. <laughs> he turns to his wife. Are you sure this is the guy we want to make live forever? Oh, <laughs> uh, they burn one of the chicks. <laughs> yeah, the sacrifice, and they come back to the in, house. In, in 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 a very Wicker Man, yes, uh, inspired scene. When well, I say inspired, pre, yeah, pre Wicker um, Man. This is the OG, <laughs> the OG Wicker Man. My God, fuck you, everybody involved with with original Wicker Man. <laughs> how how are our heroes going to get out? They give Glenn Clannon and Liz Glenn Clannon wine, which they yeah. throw in Johnny's face. Acidic wine. Yes. So that if thrown into a um, face, the person will recoil going, ah! They, 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 they get free by taking Johnny's gun, shooting him, and then they make, they make the butler fall off some stairs, and then um, <laughs> they let the vampires turn to dust in the sun. Which is fucking hilarious. Or, ba- or bats. There's a number of shot yeah. reverse shot on that, one of which is uh, Glenn Cannon going, my God, they've aged. They must be several hundred years old. And their hair's just gone like slightly grey, but they look otherwise exactly <laughs> the fucking same. Glen Cannon, have you never seen an old person before? The hair! It's got a mysterious white! Jesus, they must be hundreds of years old. I'm glad that'll never happen to me, Glen Cannon. 
<laughs> and then they very slowly try to get away. But then Mango comes and very oh, slowly no. legs it after them. They easily run away from Mango, and then but then they don't easily run away from him because they stand there and try and shoot him, <laughs> even though he's moving at literally a mile an hour. Mango throws Glenn off a cliff just when we thought the movie was going to end. And then in several cuts, Glenn makes it up the cliff. Then he sets Mango on fire. He falls off a cliff, or yeah. a dummy of Mango falls off the cliff. <laughs> and... That's that, really. Yep, end credits. They no longer even have to slowly make it away. They can just stand there and go, (laughs) oh, safe now. Brilliant. You still want to live in that castle? Well, maybe not, but we should definitely go free those toucans. And then he throws her off the cliff. (laughs) 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 That's the end of the film. Turns into a cannon and fires her into the sun. (laughs) The end. Oh, man. That was good fun. It was really good fun. (laughs) The, 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 The joys of the film come from the stuff that's done... First of all, camp, uh, sort of badly. Let's talk about that first, because it's the easiest stuff to sort of laugh at, is the sort of stuff that's rough. It's, like, in a funny way. Some of the performances are, like, humorously bad. Line deliveries. Yeah. <laughs> the cheapness of it. They have three rooms of that castle. There's the fireplace bit. Not even rooms. They have angles of these ca- of this yeah. castle. They have the fireplace yeah. bit that must not be panned all the way around. And they have the one corner of basement that they will redress as needed to either be where the ladies are manacled up or where the coffins are. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the same room... Oh my god, is this why they had a 360 view of SeaWorld? Because they, they could actually <laughs> get away with it without <laughs> without being called out. <laughs> Look, the other side. Eh? Eh? Cinema. Eh? <laughs> it's fucking dolphin. The things that were bad about it were sort of enjoyably bad. <laughs> like, there was yes, this yeah. really humorously so bad it's good moments... But aside from that, there was also just a lot of stuff that was intended to work. And a lot of it is sort of intentionally campy and over the top and f- and funny. And I, yeah, mm. it was really good. I, I mean, I, I do think that the the people playing the Draculas, Mr. and Mrs. Oh, Dracula, God. they knew what, they knew exactly what this was, <laughs> I think. Why are you keeping me here? My dear, we need you. You see, we need your blood. What kind of things are you? Vampire. Well, I know we may seem to be a novelty, but there are a few of us left. We are dramatically referred to as the living dead. When will you let me go? Oh, never, I'm afraid. Say, how did you come to that conclusion? Or are you just being facetious? Well, you must admit I'm rational. I don't think I'm Napoleon. I don't see little green animals on the end of my bedpost. How about your psychopathic desire to kill? And that little rampage bit was pure exploitation cinema, where Johnny oh, fucking man. escapes from prison and just goes on a killing spree for the inexplicably populated woods. <laughs> yeah, it just kept ramping up and ramping up, and he was so remorseless, and just found <laughs> it so amusing what he was doing to all these people. I yeah. thought, I thought when he fight when he first grabbed that woman who was just just sunning herself on the rocks, yeah. I thought he was gonna maybe keep her behind a rock and put a hand over her mouth to stop her screaming until the people went past, you know, and there was going to yeah. be tension in it. But no, it was just <laughs> give this guy a fucking chainsaw and let him do his work. It really was ball to the wall and it really got me on board early on. Mm. And I mean, to, to, to be fair, the, the scream after the eight minute, um, the eight minute introduction yeah. <laughs> had me on board. Yeah. And, 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 and you've got Mango over the, the opening credits just dragging this woman back to the castle. <laughs> just just sort of trudging, like <laughs> grudging, grudgingly back to the castle whilst this spooky music and, and the credits play. And it's just yeah. the, the, the best comedy juxtaposition of, of motifs. The, the music was just consistently brilliant. 
and I quite like our two leads, Glenn, Cannon, and Liz. Like, there's a, sard- a sardonic sort of slightly tired thing going on between them that I quite enjoy. It's a very basic kind yeah. of protagonist relationship that I am willing to buy into and something that Mad Men of Manduras could have really done with. Yeah. That, that means we're going to have to spend another night here, doesn't it? Uh, uh, Liz here positively thrives in logic, had you noticed? <laughs> They had quite a nice feisty relationship. I bought, I bought it. They did. There was conflict between them, is the thing, mm. and that made them interesting to watch. And that's another thing is, I genuinely didn't know what was going to happen in this thing. Yeah. It subverted my expectations enough that I genuinely didn't know where we were going. Like, having them discover that they're vampires, like, the second day, I thought it was going to be a series <laughs> of nights. But no, yes. just the second morning, it's like, well, let's go see if they were lying to us last night, which they probably were. You're expecting a dark, probing, psychological thriller. <laughs> oh, vampires, great. And I fucking <laughs> adore that line of just, well, there's an obvious explanation to this. What is it? Well, they're vampires. <laughs> like, that's fucking great. That really made yeah. me laugh. Yeah, I, I really don't have much more to say about it than it was just, con- no. it was just constantly enjoyable, and I would recommend... I'd recommend watching this and <laughs> watching a YouTube reel would do it a disservice, I feel. Yeah, definitely. I think this one this one was a gorehouse great. The first. <laughs> this one really <laughs> was a gorehouse grape. Oh shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I do still have a soft spot for brain twisters though, and I always will. <laughs> in spite of how oh. monumentally boring it is. <laughs> you would. It's like tree of life. Okay. <laughs> Let's <laughs> Damn. Let's quick fire before you can respond to that. Look at all them hungry fishes at SeaWorld. Yeah. That's great. Look, you all, can... all, the, all the shots of seals and dolphins and that eating <laughs> shit. Well, I've got a letter. It appears my uncle has died. Hey, everyone, here's a walrus. Yay. <laughs> Never mind. Vampires now. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. Look at his weird mouth. Look at it, fucking idiot. <laughs> Alexander Darcy, born Alexander Saruf. Um, Nay Saruf. Nay Saruf. Before he married into the Darcy family. Um, <laughs> the Darcy dynasty. <laughs> Darcy dynasty. Yes, at one point he was great as the sort of fucking Dracula, this aged, very polite Dracula. And um, at one stage the girl's like, when are you going to let me go? And he's just like, well, never, I'm afraid. Just like uh, <laughs> correcting a misconception. Like, oh dear, sorry. Yeah. I should have made this clear first. I do like the trend um, in these gorehouse greats of very... Uh, very assertive, very plain-speaking arch-villains. Yeah. Of, well, I'm going to kill you, of course. <laughs> what else would I do? <laughs> oh, dear. It's yeah. a very simple explanation to this. You're going to die. I really like the reveal when the butler is... He, he finishes taking the blood of the new hostage, whatever her name is. Yeah. When he leaves, and then he goes he goes to leave the room, the camera pans, and it reveals that there are several other women in this dungeon. <laughs> right. That was really good. <laughs> It was really fantastic. Who we couldn't afford to pay to speak. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the fact the search party after Johnny consisted of three guys in t-shirts and two dogs. This is yes. the police force in this state. Is It's Ted, Fred, and Jed. <laughs> and their two dogs. Who are called Roger Sterling <laughs> and Frederick Wittgenstein. They're the real brains of the operation. <laughs> Come on, humans. <laughs> Liz was nice and spunky, I thought. I think spunky is the right yes. word for her. Um, more than being a sick Disney yeah. film. And it, she, she did play off against Glenn Cannon, McLannan, from uh, yeah. really well. Even, <laughs> even if Glenn did really actually fucking hate her. 
and not <laughs> not respect her in any way, shape, or form. Do you suppose our castle has a moat? Oh, just give me strength. That's all I ask. Every castle has a moat, and I am going swimming in ours. No one in the history of civilization has ever gone swimming in a moat. What do they use them for then? Well, they use for uh, uh yeah, repelling uh warriors and uh, enemies from the castle walls. Oh, I, I see. I, I'd look perfectly ridiculous swimming in a moat full of water. But uh, uh, you'd look perfectly sane standing on the ramparts with an iron helmet on your head, whopping Turks over the head with a mace. Guess I just wasn't thinking. Yeah, there was a, there was a fun back and forth between them in a sort of very old-fashioned mm. style. Oh, I really like the, the scene where, having discovered they're vampires, fucking Glenn tries to tackle them before he gets shackled. And it, it goes, it's yes. a really pathetic knockout, but in a good way. Like, he goes to tackle Mungo, and Mungo sort of just smacks him in the head, and Glenn has still got mm. his arms around Mungo, but he's gone limp. There was something mm. very real about it. Just the way that he just yeah. sort of went crap. After he got hit in the head. Yeah, and it's like... He ragdolled. Yeah, and it's like, oops, there goes my brute strength. There goes my humanity. <laughs> I'm a lump now. Yeah, it was It was like the way people die in Green Room. You know, it's just kind of yeah. instant and very disappointing. <laughs> utterly horrifying yeah. as well. Whoops, you're meat now. <laughs> yeah. Biceps on Glenn though, eh? Oh, yeah. You check out his biceps? Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not saying I like his biceps, but I fucking hate Liz. She's an idiot. <laughs> Synthetic blood. I thought that was pretty woke of the vampires. Ah. Was, I, I like how it was thrown in there. It's like, it's not even a plot thing. It's just, <laughs> they would be progressives if they could, but you know what it's like. <laughs> yes, well. Yes, there was this sort of satire of middle class values with them, I feel. That they were these mm. sort of blood sucking vampires, but with aspirations to being law abiding citizens. When they get back to the house, having burnt the chick, um, Mrs. Vampire, uh, Mrs. Dracula, at one point just says, Oh, it's getting late. We'll have to rush through dinner. That's just such a bland, <laughs> nothing thing to say that I really yeah. enjoyed it in this context of just yeah the inconveniences of blood sacrifices. Um, the the, the final credits as the yes. we have a like a, a, a the real the of the actors who are appearing in this film with their names. There's something yeah. incredibly creepy about it. It must it might have been the music. It was quite majestic. Um, along with the 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 shots just lingering on these actors. It was snippets from the film. Yeah, and I don't know what it was exactly, but it was just a mixture of the the music and the the nice like isolated shots of these actors. There was something really creepy about it. Um, but then there's footage of Liz in wedding gear. Yes, I noticed that. So sort of which <coughs> hint at the future. Yes, uh, it's funny though because I found that sequence with the real footage and the dramatic music utterly hilarious. <laughs> like I had it here as something to mention because it was so fucking funny for me. I was laughing out loud at seeing these characters just sort of look confused into the distance as menacing music played. Ah, I really liked it for that reason. But Aww. we both enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it worked on many <laughs> levels. <laughs> like Dracula. One man's anxiety is another man's comedy. I mean, Jesus, that's the premise behind stand-up comedy. Life, I think. <laughs> the last good thing we'll mention then is just John Cavity. Yeah. He's, you know, this character actor. But he was fucking great. Y- yeah. You could tell why he's such a sort of... Im- um, a popular character actor amongst sort of directors is that he just really gave it his all, his all mm. in that role. He didn't care what film he was in. He's here to play a creepy butler, and he's going to play a creepy butler. Mm. What are you going to do to me? Right now, I'm going to take a sample of your blood. 
blood. What? Your blood. Mmm, delicious. It's new. Mango brought in a young girl tonight. The type double O positive, very rare. Young girl, extremely young and beautiful. Perhaps even pure. Great. All right, let's talk about the one better thing. I have one suggestion. Okay, go for it. I know, again, we don't do this, except that we've now done it 50% of the times we've done this, so technically we do do this. <laughs> um, Seems that way. The classic old James Whale film, The Old Dark House, which is okay. about a couple who um, encounter car troubles during a storm out in the countryside and go stay in an old dark house, which is inhabited by uh, a sort of collection, of a coterie of eccentric figures. Mm -hmm. uh, including a hilarious old brother and sister couple. They hate each other as well in a really amusing ways. <laughs> um, the mum and uh, the sister in particular is just sort of old um, hag style kind of character of just, you can't come in! There's no beds here! And the brother just sort of being, oh, I apologize for my sister. She doesn't get out as often as she used to. <laughs> and then there's whoever it is they're keeping locked in the, in the attic. It's just a really funny camp movie from James Whale, the director of Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Ah, oh, so there you go. There's a John Carradine connection here. Six oh, Degrees good. of John Carradine. Make it work. <laughs> Easy. It's just one of the most fun films to come out of that period and really gothic as well and quite creepy in places. Cool. That was the one better thing. <laughs> All right, Paul, how can people find out about the one good thing, which is a fellow podcast that we have? You may have heard of it. Sister podcast. Horrendously sexist. <laughs> Way like... too drawn out. Yeah. Not like... As good quick fingers. You give them the time to actually stretch their legs and it's just it's just tits. Water wall tits, isn't it? <laughs> they um, stretch them into tits. If you want to get in touch, everyone, you can do that on Twitter and Facebook at OGTPod. Send us an email, OGTPod at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Stitcher, and some other things probably. Search one good thing. Yes. 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 Would you? Yes. How can they find us? Yes. That is yes. <laughs> that is yes. All is yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one quick thing about Blood of Dracula's Castle is that sometimes it is worth investigating because you never know when it might actually be two cans. <laughs>